0: This podcast is produced by Yizzy Research, whose mission is to do research and help others do the same. Visit us at yizzyresearch.com. While you're there, sign up for the mailing list to stay updated. I am very introverted. I will be one of the first people to show up to an event and one of the first, if not the first, to leave. I need to spend a lot of time alone to recharge, reflect, process, and feel like a human. When I was in my career exploration stage, a small part of me thought that being introverted would be a potential hindrance to being a professional researcher, but it hasn't. It's actually been an incredibly helpful personality trait. Stay tuned to hear which personality traits good researchers have and shouldn't have. Welcome to the Yeezy Research Podcast, the podcast for aspiring researchers, current researchers, and research enthusiasts. I'm your host, Imani, also known as Izzy, and I am the founder, CEO, and principal researcher of Izzy Research, a boutique research agency providing UX research services, career coaching, and of course, this podcast. If you are interested in studying people and interacting with them as a career, whether it's as a career as a market researcher, UX researcher, academic researcher, or clinical researcher, there are certain personality traits that will enable you to be a strong researcher. You don't have to have all these traits per se, but if you have some of them, you may likely make a good researcher. There are two buckets of good traits, and they are tactical traits and soft traits. As a lone researcher I was tasked with building a fintech company's user research practice from absolutely nothing. For some additional context the only user research that happened before me was when the UX designer did eight interviews two years before. While on the job I quickly realized that this required an incredible capacity. I was planning research, conducting research, and educating the product team about research. I created a research roadmap, managed a research budget, and created the research repository. I created research plans and got internal stakeholder buy-in. I procured vendors, I attended meetings, many, many meetings. In fact, I felt like a project manager as much as I did a UX researcher. In order to manage all of this, I needed to have tactical traits. Tactical traits are like the car engine or motor. Tactical traits are the traits that enable a researcher to actually do research. Tactical traits enable you to plan, analyze, and implement. Here are the five tactical traits good researchers have. Number one, detail-oriented. When planning, budgeting, and scoping a research project, you have to think on a granular level. How many users will you test? Which methods will you use and why? How will you analyze and disseminate the data? When planning and scoping a project, which stakeholders should you invite to which meetings? Do you have different budget models to account for changes in your research budget? Have you been communicating with legal to make sure that you have NDAs and consent to record? If you're testing a prototype, have you tested the wiring of the prototype? There are many, many small details to consider when being a researcher. Number two, practical. Good researchers understand what is actually doable with their skill set and environmental limitations. For example, if you are a team of one, do not agree to conduct a diary study with 20 participants because it's impractical for one researcher to analyze all that data, especially on a tight timeline. Number three, analytical. Good researchers take time to observe user behavior and collect information. We question everything. Our favorite question is, why? Good researchers know how to find patterns in this raw data and summarize these findings in the form of reports, presentations, journey maps, and or personas. Number four, organize. A product manager comes to me and asks where the findings are from research project X. No problem. I send them the link to the research repository where all the research deliverables and timelines are. A designer comes to me and asks to see the recordings of my user interviews with John Doe. No problem. I send them a link to the shared drive with carefully labeled video and audio files for my research sessions. The research you do doesn't matter unless stakeholders can access the notes, recordings, and findings. So it's very important for good researchers to be organized. Pro tip, keeping an organized research repository will help you make a case to your manager for a promotion later on. It's a collection of what you've done on the job. Number five, be a quick study to learn new methods. To answer research questions may require you to employ a method that you have not before. For example, a Yizzy research client wanted me to do a diary study which I had never done before, so I read as much as possible about diary studies before scoping and running one. If you do not possess these five tactical traits and you are not currently a researcher and want to be one, how can you cultivate these traits? So number one, I suggest volunteering or doing pro bono work as a UX researcher. Number two, you can also take on freelancing projects as a UX researcher as well. This third tip is a bonus tip that is not related to UX research or professional life, but I recommend start running. Yep, start running. This, of course, again, is not related to research, but when you run, you have to learn how to run properly. Be practical about your body's limits. Be mindful of where you run and what you wear while running. Making a habit of running is not only good for your mental and physical fitness, but running is a good way to develop tactical skills that will naturally carry over into other parts of your life. Do people ever come to you and tell you their life stories totally unprovoked? Do people feel comfortable and safe around you without you having to do or say anything? Do you often feel like a therapist or a psychologist? If you answer yes to any of these questions, you likely have the soft traits to become a good researcher. Soft traits are the traits that enable you to actually study and talk to people. Soft traits are more difficult to acquire than tactical traits. Listen up for the top eight soft traits good researchers have. Number one, being a highly sensitive person, also known as an HSP or empath. People that are highly sensitive to their environments pick up on everything, eye movements, subtle changes in tone, shifts in energy. Though this quality may often be dismissed with the popular declaration, stop being so sensitive. Being sensitive actually makes you a really good researcher because it's easy for you to interpret and engage with other people. Number two, being a conversationalist. This is super obvious for a career path that requires you to constantly talk to people, but you don't necessarily have to be a people person per se, just be willing and able to study and talk to people. Number three, good listener. The other side of talking to people is listening to them. Listening is what allows you to pick up patterns and discrepancies. Number four, patient. In your career, you may be the first researcher a stakeholder has worked with, and they may not be familiar with research. You have to be patient and non condescending as you explain the process and its benefits. You have to be patient when moderating a focus group and no one's talking. You have to be patient when your research budget is unexpectedly cut. Patience, patience, patience. Number five, relax. Once you begin your research project, please understand that there are so many things that can occur that you can't always control. For example, your technology may not work, a user may not show up to a session, your budget may be cut. It's important to know how to let these hiccups roll off your back and keep it moving. Number six, introverted. Hi, my name is Imani and I am an introvert. Because introverts have a tendency to go inwards and reflect, we make fantastic researchers because we're always processing information. Number seven, improvisational. Going into user interviews, you may very well have a script. I know I always do. But as the conversation flows and the user starts talking, I may not stick to the script. Instead, I may ask questions on the fly based on whatever unique perspective the user is providing. It's one thing to craft a thorough research plan, another to actually conduct research. Things happen and you have to adapt quickly. Number eight, creative. For any research question or hypothesis, there are many combinations of methods and approaches that work well to answer them. Picking the right methods within the confines of your budget, timeline, and expertise require you to be creative. I didn't really think of researchers as being creative until fairly recently. Different researchers have different approaches that work with the same problem. Soft traits are harder to acquire. How do you acquire creativity or become an empath with this said my recommendations would be identical to that i provided for people that want to develop the tactical traits volunteer take on side projects and do freelance ux research the more you do research the better you'll become at it as a bonus tip i recommend becoming a better listener in your everyday life if someone is telling you something let them finish repeat what they said back to them and then provide your response if appropriate. Doing this will not only improve the quality of your relationships and interactions with people, but will expand your capacity to think critically and conduct human-centric research. Do you have personality traits that may hinder your ability to become a good researcher? Personality traits you may have to be cautious of if you want to be a researcher? Here are three traits that good researchers do not have and don't really need. Number one, short-tempered. There have been several research projects during which I provided clear instructions that some participants did not follow, and some of them even became irate with me due to them not following my directions. Being irritable and going off does not help, although it's tempting. It doesn't help you as a researcher in situations like this, and situations like this sometimes happen. Number two, inattentive. Our researchers' job is to observe, ask questions, and document, and considering such, we can not afford to not pay attention to small details and consider how they fit into larger perspectives. Number 3. Hyper-Individualistic. I am an independent person and this is good, however, being too individualistic is not a good trait for life nor research. Research doesn't mean anything if you as a researcher don't understand how to share your findings to the people that can actually act on your findings. Being a good researcher also means asking for help and resources from others when you need it. Do you need a bigger budget? Ask. Do you need a prototype for user testing? Ask. Although it may be very tempting at times, especially for my introverts, don't isolate yourself too much. 8 soft traits, 5 tactical traits, 3 bad traits. Are these the only traits that make a good or bad researcher? No. But if you have these good traits and are interested in becoming a researcher as your career, then go for it. You're likely a good fit. As always, the notes from this episode can be found on YizzyResearch.com. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or if you are looking to hire someone to help you understand your users and your customers, visit yiziresearch.com. Follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Yeezy Research. That's Y-Z-Z-I Research. Bye for now.